So Baruch Hashem, we're about to start the third Maima of the Hemshech, which, as I've explained to you, is the beginning of the second section of the Hemshech. So the Hemshech is Miyusud, as we've explained, on the Medrash. The Medrash, that in the outset, Hashem wished to create the world with Midas Hadin. He saw the world was unable to maintain itself, so he mixed in with it Midas Harachamim. And with that, we have the Moshal of the king with his fragile cups, wanting to put hot and cold water and mixing it together in order that the glasses wouldn't crack or become stained and dirty. And in the first two Maimarim, we explored the concept of a kois. And we explained how uh, kois is the concept of makabal, and there are a range of makablim, and we learned various ways in which the makabal is... Uh, is mushrash deeper than the mashpia and is able to have a hashpa on the mashpia. Yeah? So, in this section, so in section two, which is this maima of Shabbos Shuvah, um, which is the same Kavias as this year, it's a Ches Tishrei, um, so the maima of Shuvah Yisrael, and the maima of Sukkot Lulab Arava, and the maima of Shmini Atzeres, Atzeres. They make up um, section two. And the purpose of section two is to explain the Medrash. What, what does it mean that Hashem wanted to create the world in Midas Adin? As we're going to reiterate the question, if Hashem is Tevatoiv Lahitiv, if, why would the Abishta um, wish to create the world with harsh, harshness, with Din and severity? And so we're going to reinterpret what the meaning of Din is. We're going to give two interpretations of what it means to create the world of Midas Adin. In this Maimah, we're going to give one interpretation. And in Maimah 4 and 5, Lulavar Rav, Yimash we're going to give the second interpretation. And we're going to have to help cup, because throughout now, we're going to be working off, uh, then moving forward, we're going to be working off these two interpretations of Midas Adin, as it comes, because once we then start talking about what does it mean, Shittif and Midas Arachimim, so the Shittif Imam Midas Arachimim, Interp- the interpretation of that is going to be dependent on what we say the Midas Adin is in the first place. So we have two interpretations of Midas Adin, and in this Maimah we're going to give the first one. Um, okay. I will talk more about the idea of having two interpretations when we start the second interpretation in the Levar Rava. But the, it's important to uh, acknowledge from the outset how uh, important it is that Chassidus is not giving uh, uh, it's, the objective over here is not to give some neat packaged answer to solve all of your problems that you're, you're asking from these questions that's not, that's not the endeavour the endeavour is to try and appreciate it possibly this way or appreciate it that way and the uh, and, uh, it's, uh, the various interpretations, the different interpretations we're going to give are all going to hopefully enhance what he says here at the beginning of the Maimah, our Vedas Hashem. Now, this Maimah is broadly more Avedadik than the other Maimorim. The Hemshech Bechlal is, uh, uh, as you'd expect, is predominantly an exercise in Haskalah. And this Maimah is more uh, has sections which are more Avedadik. Uh, seemingly appropriate for Shabbat Shuvah. Um, I was asked when I was doing my research on Ranat by somebody who was somewhat critical, as if like, oh, you know, he, he's just working in Haskalas. He goes, oh, you're gonna do, you're gonna, you're gonna say anything about about the Maimon Shuvah? Are you just gonna skip over that because it's Aveda, it's not Negev? So I think that reflected a few things. I think it reflected. One of the things I want to bring out that reflected is his stupidity. <laughs> yeah, that's first of all. But second of all, the the the, the expectation that when some that you know somehow this is a break from the, the Hemshech. What's going on over here in the Avedadika sections is somehow not Nagaya to the, uh, the 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 thread of ideas that's going through the Hemshech, which I think is a false understanding, and it's just believing in this this uh, duality between Haskalah and Aveda. Um, is is quite false and quite unnecessary. Um, so uh, we're not taking a break uh, from the theme of the Hemshech. It's going to be 
extremely relevant every single detail in the Maimah to the the thrust of the Hemshach going forward. Okay? So let's get into it. Shuva Yisrael ad Havai Likecha ki koshalta bavinecha. So there's the Pasuk again, Hishai, Yechiyinu Yimayim, there was also a Pasuk from Hishaya. So this is from the Haftarah of Shabbat Shuva. Yeah? Return of Israel. Ad Havai Likecha ki koshalta bavinecha. What's the Pashtub Shat? So the way the Mepharshim explained this Pasuk is that you should do shuvah, you should shuvah Yisrael. It was in the context of the Pesukim over there. It's talking about the destruction of Shamron. So when you've seen the destruction of the Shamron, then it says shuvah Yisrael, Yisrael, they should, you should see this and you should return. Ad HaShem because you have stumbled in your, with your sins. So there's a necessity for you to return now because um, otherwise uh, you're, you're going you're gonna to experience the same fate. One of the things I think, I think Rashi brings it, he says, Shubi Yisrael ad havaya oid havaya. Whilst Hashem is still havaya, havaya as we know is midas rachamim While Hashem is still in a state of rachamim, because once Hashem's alikecha, it's going to be much harder for you. Uh, to return. Anyway, that's the context of the Pasuk. But Tzarek Lahavim. So the Rebbe wants to ask, understand something. So this Pasuk is talking about Shuvah. Shuvah. Yes, yeah, Shuvah Yisrael. Why, with regards to Shuvah, does it say, Beis Hashem is the Havai Velikim? Why does it say the two names, both Havai and Elikim? The Chengsev, also in Pashvest Chanon, it says, Beshavta Ad Havai Lekecha. Similarly, when it's talking about Lashon Tshuva, Veshavta, it similarly writes Havaya Likecha, the two names, Shem Havaya and Shem Alikim, which as we know from Rishis Bar Alikim, as Shemayim Be'ar, as Be'yemah says Havaya Likim, the whole Ulam Midrashim that this Maim is based on is about the Chibur of Havaya Likim, the Chibur of Midradim Dizarachim. So, but what's it got to do with Teshuva? My Dafka regarding Teshuva, do we have the combination of Havaya and Alikim? There too in Veschanan it also mentions the two names. Okay? Question number one. We also need to understand. Why do you need to return? Why do you need to do Teshuva? Because you stumbled with your sins. Surely that is a given. Why do people do teshuva? Because they 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 they, they misbehaved. The whole reason why a person does teshuva is because of sinning. Why does the pasuk have to spell it out and say that's the reason? Okay, two questions. Remember, this was not written originally as part of the hamshich. This was added on afterwards when it was split up. For the purpose of saying it over a series of weeks, right? So this is adding to um, afterwards. Well, to understand this, we first have to understand what it says in the Shabbos. So we're now going to uh, repeat the original question. After the two Maimorim of discussing Koyis, we're now going to go back to our original question. Because it says there in the Shabbos, initially Hashem intended to create the world in Midasadin. Rosh Miskayim, Shitvim Saw the world was un- unable to survive, so he mixed in Midasarachamin. When this boy ill, Akushim, we explained above the question that Loihu Yisbarich Makateva Chesed is not Hashem, the source of all goodness and kindness. So why would it arise in his mind, in his intention, to create the world with a middah of din? Here the, the Havamina is, the Din is something which is severity, judgment. Surely, if, if the Teva, the Eibishter, is that he is Toiv, and he wishes to be mated to other people, then surely you would have thought the original uh, desire of creation would have emanated from kindness and mercy. So that's our question that we asked there. Uber Medrash, Amar Moshe Lazen. In the Medrash, there he asked the question. Uh, it, it brought a Moshe 
about a king with fragile cups. We spoil all the cases in the Shamsiswa. We explained above in the last two Maimorim that what cases refer to Nasham Sisra. Remember we said that the Ika Moshal of Kais that we're going to focus on is Nasham Sisra. And that was what how the Maima ended in Yechiel and Miramayim, the relationship of Nasham Sisra with Torah. The Fishem Kalim Lakabu Basaychan Eir HaTorah. Ve'oid, and furthermore, the Kshem Shekais Haribala Kais, Shais Al Yodin. Just like with the regular case, the owner of the cup gets to drink from it. Due to the superior origin of the Shamsi Yisrael in Atma Zayn Seif, they're able to be mashpia in the Torah. They're not just makabu from the Torah, they're mashpia into the Torah. And that's why they call the case. A case does not mean some passive, inanimate object. It's a indicator of a, a cataclysmic and transformative uh, koyach that is able to be mashpia into the original mashpia. Just like a cup can be is uh, provides drinks for, other, for the person to drink from. Okay? By the way, on, uh, on Rosh Hashanah, I was learning the uh, I noticed a lot that I had noticed before. It says, talking about Malchus. Malchus is Mekir of Kola Makablim. Or, yeah, Kola Makablim. It's like Malchus is like, anyway, it was interesting. Malchus can I say strong, strong, strong. Just the way it said it was like Mekir Kola Makablim. The way it, so we've got so many Makablim going on over here, and uh, there, it just. Just, just there, it just says, let's talk about Malthus because Malthus is like sort of the symbol of it all, which we will talk a lot about Malthus. But here, if you remember straight away the beginning of the first Maimah, when he was bringing all the various different Mashalim, he said, So here it just brings only Nasham which was the the last pairing of the end of the last Maimah, Shamsisar and Okay. Okay, so we, we've done, we've worked with, done with Kais in the Marshal. Now we want to understand what is this idea in the Marshal that hot water they will break, cold water they'll get dirty. Mix them together and they'll be able to stay whole. What is the marshal of hot water and cold water? What's hot and cold? What is it a reference to? Omnum. Clawless in before he gets to that, he makes a very important statement. Clawless in who lahiris alahanhoga milamaila. I think this is a very important line. That you could think, especially with, you know, the scholars we're going to get into it in Lulama Ravim and, and further, that, you know, we're talking in sort of Himodika things. We're talking about uh, very abstract things. So why are we why what are we cocking in this marshal? Why did the Medrash bring a marshal? What was the kavan when we talked when we, we we had a shit, we talked about Medrash, we were explaining about the idea of a marshal. Is the marshal to explain something? Is it to confuse something? Um, is it to expand something? Here he explains the whole purpose of this marshal is to teach you how things are above, but in order how things you should be below. Having a, a, you know, some people could ask, like, what is the, what, what difference what's going on in Atzillus? What difference what's going on in, 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 in Kessa? What difference going on in Ak? Pnimius Ak, Xenius Ak. Then the Eintish lift near Atzimtsum, Pnimius Ae, Etzema Ae, Espashus Ae. What's Nagea? What's Nagea is if you understand the interactions between Chochm of Atzillus and Malchus of Atzillus, Zan Malchus. Uh, all these things. It's not just dumb, random. So 
so this information is Eich Sheyir Seder Ve'ayf Na'avet in Nesham Sisolamata. Because why? Because Nesham Sisolamata also makabin. The, the, the broadness of the of the marshal, and especially how the Maimorim, the, 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 the first and the second Maimorim also expanded into Dibu, into Isha, Guf, is saying that when you're in a Shama Baguf, when you're in a Shama Lagabi, or, or you're, 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 you're talking about in a Shama Lagabi Torah, all these things, how should your Anhoga be in your Limerat Torah, your Kima Torah Mitzvahs, your Shamaim, all these things? That's why we have the Moshe. It's not, uh, not for anything else. So I think that's just the key line. It's a standalone line. What is the orientation of what the Rav Hashanah It's not just some uh, philosophy of language that comes out of the, the first Maimon or some type of gender theory out of the second Maimon. And so you can talk about, theorize about these things. Um, but rather, Rav Hashanah is, 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 is explaining what the purpose of the Medrash is and Baita was the purpose of the Hemshech. Not stump to theorize about something, but to figure out how should be the state of Aif and Aveda, the matter, in the Shamas Yisrael. How to be a Jew. The better you understand the uh, the better you understand the Seda in Yonim, the Anhoga Milam, what is called the Anhoga Milamaila, you'll have a better idea about how to behave below. Always good to keep in mind. So what does the, the marshal do? What's it telling us about the Anhogam It's indicating that if I were to place in it hot water. So what is the hot water? What is the marshal of hot water? Pirish Chamin who beginas midas hagvura v'hadim. The Chamin refers to the gvura v'hadim. Ukanoidem inyim gibul b'nei noyach sheim cham v'yofes like it's explained in another place in Kisyarizon in Chassidus um, that the three sons of Noyach, Shem, Chom, and Yofes, are um, as reference to are reference to Chesed, Gvura, and Tiferes. Okay, Shem is Chesed, Chom is Gvura, and Yofes is Tiferes. The Chom who begins ha Gvura, so Chom is Meloshin Chamimus, right? Shekol Chaim Ba Al Yidei Ha'Ish. All heat comes. Through fire, like the warmth and the fiery flame of the soul, that emanates from the the, the aspect of gevura of the nefesh. So this is what it means when it says in the moshul, if I were to place in it chamin ha'uta, that's what correlates. Yeah. But what would happen? Then the cases would smash and break. It would be incapable, those cases would be incapable of uh, tolerating the excess, excessive amount of din and gvura that we poured into it. So we, we, we're just spelling out the marshal as we initially understood it to, right? Right. But now we're seeing that this is the association of, of, of the, the term chamin. Why why would we not be able to cope with the din and gvura? Because like it says in the pasuk, that there's not a person. Uh, who's such a tzaddik that um, only does good and doesn't sin. Um, so when a person does something wrong, they will then bring upon themselves the judgment and the punishment for doing something wrong. And especially when it comes to mitzadim, if it's inevitable he's going to do a sin, why would he be punished for it? Like, if if naturally it's your free choice to decide that you don't do that sin, but that no, you're not the chirchavshes. So then you don't necessarily gonna sin seven times a year if I in the tzaddik. So you get let off the first time. Everyone does sin, 
But the point is that... Well, if, if they go to Chavsh, they're not necessarily... Will they? They can choose not to. They can choose not to, yeah. So they, they won't sin seven times. At least seven times. Not seven times, I'm saying seven times. The, the, the assumption is that people are frail and they make mistakes. This is why we have to sugar. Right? We're talking here in a certain perspective. We explain, were the world only to be created in Midas Abdin, what would happen? People would eventually do something wrong. Yeah, I'm not sure what the problem is. Just saying that it's possible that somebody will do nothing wrong. Okay. So, okay. But, I, but you could also say some... the possible thing literally. I mean, I guess it's not, not literal. I don't know. I mean, I don't understand the problem. Okay. A person... A person is... is sort of... Um, you expect that a person is likely to do things wrong. But he might not. He might not. There's a declaration of the Pasuk that even though he might not, inevitably most people will. But some people might not. And therefore what? How does it impact what we're saying here though? Pasuk seems to be saying that everyone's going to do something wrong at some point. But it doesn't seem is that the case? Every single person in the world by some point doesn't get wrong. As you're saying, if that's the case, then they should never be punished. As if it's inevitable. Well, first of all, is it actually tack inevitable? If it is inevitable, then why are they punished? Just because something is inevitable doesn't mean you're not responsible for your actions. So, for example, a person can say, someone, we said that, you know, Minashamayim, if someone is not um, able to be punished by the courts because of some type of thing, they'll be punished Minashamayim, yeah? If it somehow evades judgment, yeah. Okay. So if someone goes along and that and that person then gets injured by somebody else, someone gets the person should say that they get, you know, a person's reaction when they receive a, something, they say it's minashamayim, right? So the person who does it can also say well, it's minashamayim. I'm just a shliach from the Maila. Just because that person, if you say habish luchim lemakim, Hashem could have used. Lots didn't need you, particularly you, to have the Bechirich to choose to, do, to hurt somebody that's or to punch someone in the face. That's why the Egyptians and Romans got punished. Yeah. I understand. So in that particular action, it's irrelevant that you, 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 might, you, you might be any way inclined to sin at some point in your life. In this particular moment, you had Bechirich You didn't have to do this particular sin. So you've just done a different time instead. But regarding this what? thing, in that particular instance, you didn't have to do it, you did it, and you're going to get a dim boinish. If, if purely from a, a perspective of Midas Hadin, you deserve to be punished. Well, that case, if you have a then why would you have done it? Why would you have done it? Let's see your person is a tzaddik, he doesn't want to do something bad. He ain't tzaddik, but it's a shayasa to you, even a tzaddik. Every single tzaddik in the world has been made, there's an avera. You're not very basically wrong. Hmm? Every tzaddik does a chait. Being a metziah, like the chait milosh nechisarin. You know what I mean? It's like the tigers. Okay. So, v'yum shachol ha-adim v'ainesh. U'befrat, sh'b'midas ha-din, harigam shamayim le'izachu be'enav. When it comes to midas ha-din, says in Eif, that, you know, you can't, you can't please me, does that then? Even Shamayim Lezachu Be'enov. The heavens are not even pure um, in its eyes. V'gam b'malach of Yosin Tohala, like we had in today's Tanya. Yeah? V'ayta posik v'niyev. That his malachim, he places, he criticizes, he says they're making an error. I can't remember what it said in the Shrimba Zeratanya, it was a funny lashon. But a toddler is erroneous like a, deed. 
And Tola is, yeah. yeah. So these, that's the Malachim. So Shemaim and the Malachim, they're, they're, not, they're not perfect either. They, when it comes to Midas Adin, it's very exacting. We're not here talking about Midas Adin as this like, sort of aggressive, nasty, severity, that type of thing. Midas Adin, Posa just means justice. There's rules, and it's black, and it's white. You either keep to the rules, or you don't keep to the rules. There's no, there's no, there's no gray. It's all, it's very exacting, it's very precise. So that's if everything was created, so we could understand. If everything was created in Medesadin, things would break. The system would break. It couldn't work. We couldn't cope with such, a, such a intensity. So what about if it would be the other extreme? Everything was created just in Medesadin, bleeding, without any um, rules and restrictions. That's the moshal of putting in cold water. So hot and cold are references to Cold refers to the Midas Arachim. Why does cold refer to the Midas Arachim? So like it says in Mishlei, like the coldness of snow on the harvest day. So we, now we put coldness in association with snow. We can extend to snow now. So the Pirush Aramaz and the Zoya in Shalach Dafkuf Nzayim and Aleph. The Shelek, what is Shelek? Shelek who beginas levushe kitzlag chivor is like what it says in Daniel. Then he's referring to the Eibush. It says he was wearing. Uh, his clothes were like, like white snow, kitlag chiva, kitlag chiva, which are is a in that pasuk in in Daniel, it's talking about atik yemin. It refers to atik yemin. So atik is the mekirah chasadim. This is the source of all the chasadim of kindnesses. Why? Because if it's atik, if it's kesser, it must be the source of chasadim, not agvuris. Why? Because like it says in the Zayar, there's no left side in Attic, only right side. The right is a reference to Chesed, and the left is a, sign, uh, a reference to Gvura. In Attic, it's all Chesed. In the Zayar, do you know why you see that? Hmm? Do you know why in the Zayar you see that? So, when you... In... In the spirits and everything, it's very difficult at the moment to concentrate with all your putting my face on. Um, you can see this first and down nowadays. It's hard to I think you're saying, you know, very difficult to understand that nowadays. Can't concentrate. So. Ordinarily, things come, a part of is made up of um, a range of, the idea of a part of is you have the scalas of different things, scalas of chesed and gvura, right and left. But what comes with sort of, it's the acknowledgement that there are sort of two, two varieties. You can have, uh, it can be this way, it can be that way, and when, you can have, when there's different possibilities, there's also a possibility for shinuyim, things can change. It's not the word being permanent. The idea of, but when it comes to attic, there's no, uh, there isn't that um, sort of variety or variation. Rather, it's it's constant and consistent. So it only it only has one calf. It only has calf yumin. It doesn't have calf simon. That's that's how it's explained in the Torah Oir in Yisrael. But more than that, it's also you have at least one of the is mentioned in Kuntras Achen, Tanya, uh, Kuntras Dalad, I think. Um, but I don't have much more for you than that. Sorry. Uh, so, so it's clothes, Attic Yemen's clothes are like white snow. Uh, and it um, quietens, settles 
um, you know, like Hamas uh, the subsides. Yeah. I think in modern Hebrew, the, uh, uh, it's a sedative. Mashchech or Meshachech, it's like a sedative. It sedates the dinim which come from Zoh. Okay? Like it says in the Idrabah. Now, it's a good opportunity now to talk a little bit about what is the Idrabah. So you know what these references are. So in the Idrabah is a chalik of the, is a, is a portion inside the Zoya. So the Sefer Azeha is structured as uh, predominantly uh, sayings of Rishim Bayechoi. Um, and based on the Pashis Atayna. So in Pashis Nasei, there's a section of the Zaya called the, which we call the Idra Rabba. Idra means gathering. What can mean a sort of a, a goyrin, a, 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 um, a storehouse. But it was a gathering of all the Talmidim and Rishon Yechoi. And he got them to explain, say different things, explain different things. And he put it all together to explain. It's a section. Called Idrabu. And in Pashas Ha'azino, there's another Idra gathering, and that's called the Idra Zuta. So sometimes you'll see in my more reference Idrabu, Idra Zuta. It's basically portions within is within the state of Isaiah. Whilst we're at it, the you have uh, sections of the Zayar, additional sections of the Zayar, one's called Raya Mehemna, and one's called Tikkuni Zayar. And, and then a third one called Zayar Chadosh. Um, these are all um, additional, pretty much, on, 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 I think one of them is on Tamiya Mitzvahs, one of them also has on um, Shiashirim, some extra extra sections. So, just because you, sometimes you'll see a reference to Zayar Chadosh, you'll see a Zayar Idarabi, you should know it's all part of the, what we call the Sefer Zayar in its clause. Just different parts of it. So, so just like snow, which um, cools off the heat of something that's hot. The heat is a reference to the excitement and the passion. So the uh, the snow cools it off. But Lochen Gam Michoel Shu Chesed, and that's why Michoel, Malach Michoel, who is the Malach of Chesed, Nikrub Medish Rabbi Bishashim, Malposik Senorema, Malach Shoshelek. It's called the Malach of Shelek. If you remember from Tanya, Yerza Kodesh, Yud Base, it refers there to Michoel as Sasha Mayim. So here we're talking about Shelik, but it's a similar idea. Mayim, Ma'ish and Mayim, as being the two um, conflicting for- forces. Yeah, right at the beginning in Perigal, in, in, uh, in Perigal, right? In the middle, in the, in the, you say the Mayim, you say, say the Ish and say the Mayim, right? So one is, Ish is the Chamimus, and the, whereas uh, Mayim is going to be cold by, by its name. Shelik is Mayim. Sarsha Shelik is. Hmm? A sar of shelik is essentially a sar of mine. Yeah, yeah. So I'm saying here, the lotion of the medrash is malach shel shelik. But in Tanya we have sar shel mine, but it's a similar concept. Same thing. The zeh moshul im is even colder. No. Sure. Well, yeah. So it's colder. So here we want to emphasize the coldness. So it's better to have snow. Yeah, right. Right. This explains the Moshe. If you put cold, the, the, the cold, ice. So you'd achieve that the cups are not going to smash, but they're going to be they're going to become dirty. They won't be clean. So what's that? What, what does it mean that if you only had midasarachamim, things would get dirty and, and it wouldn't be clean? The nimshal is that it will, it will allow people to sin. If everything is so uh, cooled off and there's no uh, there's no din, then people are not going to be scared of the punishments. 
And this, we, Mikra Molihu, this is, we have Psukim, uh, plenty of Psukim to, uh, to, to demonstrate this. In Kehelas, Periches Yud Aleph, Asheen Nase Pisco Maisa Haroa Mehera, Alkain, Molly Lepene Odom, Behem Nas Isra. So it says in Kehelas that because the people did not do the piskom, the sentence, the rule that was issued, the decree, then uh, then then like the, of the, the the sentence about doing bad things, Mahira of they, they immediately went and did bad things. By they're not being by, by not being enacted the decree, the sentence about doing the bad thing, it was a cause for them doing bad things. Um, sorry. Because they didn't enact the punishment, like the sentence and the person who did a bad thing, then people felt that they could go ahead and do bad things. That's the meaning of the Pasuk. Okay? Okay. And the opposite is also true. When you punish people for doing the bad things, it causes people to be much more obedient and because they're scared of being punished. Allah, if, you, if you would say that the parish is that they didn't tell them it's bad, they wouldn't know that right. it's bad not to do it. So. Yeah, yeah, no, I just read it wrong. And therefore we find that there are psukim that warn people about being fearful of punishment. Like it says again in Yirmiyah, no, sorry, we may have a pause in Yirmiyah. No. In Yirmiyah, Perkei, Psukim Chafes Chafei, Ha'oisi Leisiro'u, You do not fear me. Asher Samti Chil Bulayom, I placed the sand as the border of the sea. Ha'noisin Geshem, Yeru, Malkish Bitei, I gave the rain, the early rains, the late rains, all in their fixed times. Avinei Seichem Hitu Eile, and your sins uh, uh, sort of cause these things, um, and your sins, your iniquities, whatever, uh, prevented um, you from from good. That's because why? How easy lies wrong? You didn't fear me. Not just in the vim, you also have it. In, in the Torah itself, we're in, constantly encouraged to fulfill the mitzvahs out of fear of punishment. If you go in the ways of my rulings, then you have all the gashmis you need. If you don't, you have all of the teichacha. So, if that only the world would only have been created in Midasarachamim, then the problem would have been the people would not have fear of punishment. It has to be Midasadim. It's a, it's structurally inbuilt into the we see in, in Tanakh this notion of people fulfilling Tayyimisu is because of Yiras Ha'inish. So we've just explained the Moshal a bit more elaborately, but I don't know if it's that much more than we probably already originally understood it. Expanded the Chamim and Tzainim, how we have these associations of Chamim with Mirzadin, Tzainim with Mirzarachamim, but broadly it's the same. But the Rebbe Rashab now has a problem. I just talked about Yiris Ha'inesh. Bechlau, um, we're generally not big fans of people being Mekayim Tehrim Mitzvahs because they're scared of sin, scared of punishment. Uh, something to be uh, uh, yeah so he's now going to be sort of in a sense matstic this idea that there's a there's an Indian there is still an Indian in Yerusha'inish 
even with all the Bachas Gefimen, that we shouldn't, that's not the reason why we should do things, but it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a useful, it's a useful tool to have in your toolkit. And he'll explain why. Now, even though the general way of serving Hashem out of fear of being punished is just very selfish, is very self-serving, why, why, why are you not? So why, are you, why are you not doing an avera? Why are you doing a mitzvah? You're scared about losing your own mitzvahs, your own yeshus, your own ego, your own self. You don't want to get punished. You don't want to get hurt. So you do the right thing. You're obedient. But you should know that this selfishness of Yerusha Einesh, this self-servedness of Yerusha Einesh, is not completely evil. <laughs> because first of all, the Torah itself, we have in Yirmiya uh, warning about it. Do you not fear me? You should have this type of fear. And we use this tool of fear of punishment as a way of encouraging people to fulfill terimitzvahs. So we must say that it's not entirely ra. Yerzaenish is something which is the Kati Klippas Neuga. So it has an element of good anima. When it comes to not doing the Aveira, the Sumira aspect of it, that's the good part of it. But you're not doing an Aveira. And that's why a person sometimes does have to stimulate within themselves this fear of punishment. When they see that the Yetzirah is overwhelming them to do something they shouldn't do, not even, we don't need to go as far as even a minor infraction of, uh, of the Rabbanon. In that instance, when you feel like you're going to slip, to arouse within yourself a fear of the punishments that might come and stop yourself doing it. And then by not doing it, you've done something good because you haven't done something you shouldn't have done. Every single Jew believes in the punishments that are in Gehenna, God forbid. Shem save us. A person should be scared of them. Attack are worth being scared of. A person is true is for sure scared of punishments they can have in this world. So they should definitely be scared of the Yisurim that could come in Gehenim, which are you know disproportionately greater. And that's what it says in the Gemara. That in the Gemara in Brachis. It says, gives a whole bunch of things. You know, that's, that's strategy number one. To not do the wrong thing. If that's not working, learn Torah. If that's not working, say Krishna Shalamita. In the end, if it's still not working, you know, think about what's going to happen when you die. You're going to get Yisrael Gehenna. Everything's going to be accounted for. Everyone's going to get punished according to what they did. So even though, even if, or even though you're not going to necessarily get punished in this world, and that's because of what it says in the pasuk, that Hashem pays back his enemies to their face, which means, according to Rashi, that in this world he gives them what they need. The people who don't listen to Hashem. They get looked after in this world, in order that they don't get any let off when it comes to the next world, and they're going to be probably punished. Um, they're going to still get. They're going to get a major punishment. And because of this, not doing the avodah, because of Yerushalayim, you're going to be saved from that. Sorry, knowing, sorry, thinking about this, this year's English is going to hold you back from doing this thing. Over there. So regarding this, even though that this, you know, self, you're doing it for yourself. 
your own self-interest. Um, so this self-interest aspect of Yerusha Einesh is indeed Miklipas Nega. It's from, there's a good element to it. I'm not, we're not saying this is more than it is. It's not, we're not going to say, oh, this is good. This is not good. This is not how you should serve Hashem. It's Klippas Nega. It's not, even the Toiv part is not identical to Kedusha. If you have a choice, somebody doing an Aveira, or someone arousing themselves a year of Einesh, which is yes, self-serving, and it's going to and they're going to attack and get scared of the punishment that they might get, and they don't do the bad thing, so it's better than actually doing the bad thing. You've got to do what you got to do. If that's what's going to take to help you and avoid doing something you shouldn't do, then you shouldn't just say, oh, I'm tuchsish. I believe in serving Hashem Yahava. Uh, I'm not going to serve Hashem Yira. Yira is the Einish. That's not a chsidish way of serving Hashem. And I'm going to do kol Because I'm not scared of punishment. I don't think about them Habba. I don't think about Gehenim. It's a misnagdish thing. It's not a chsidish thing to do. Meanwhile, you're over kol davah No. Any way you can save yourself, you save yourself. Even with such a self-serving approach. And then he says, He's a, even a, a stronger hat stock, a, strong, a stronger justification for doing this. It says in the Gemara, um, it's talking there in the Gemara in Sanhedrin about... Um, why, why Hashem asked Avadi Hanavi to do a nevuah about the what's going to be the end of the the the, the end of Edom, Edom, so the Malchus Rami, yeah. Why, uh, why was why was Avadi chosen to say that nevuah? So it says, uh, I think Reb Meir said, Talmud Reb Meir said uh, that he um, he was a ger, Avadi was a ger. Came from uh, Edom. He was an Edomite. And so the last of the Gemara is the Mineubei Lishta Binarga. The different shades of the Gemara. From it itself, meaning from the forest itself, Lishta Binarga, you should uh, you should take the axe. So you you know you, you the handle of the axe. Is made from the from wood the of the tree, so it's mineu beilish to be narga. So it's this idea of that. So Avadi should be the one that does the um, that says the nevuah. So similarly, in this case, you could use that principle. If you want to um, if you want to overcome the 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 self-centeredness of doing a sin. Take the self-centered in itself and stop yourself doing this. Okay? Yeah. year, whatever, you know, whatever way you want to go around it, you know, people who are scared of sin, uh, it protects them from doing sins, at least sometimes, and it's kadai. It's useful. We don't have to uh, reject it entirely. But is that a good enough reason why Hashem should want to create the world of Midas Adin? Yeah. So it should be Yerus Ha'inesh. If, if Hashem would have created the world of Midas Ha'inesh, there would have been no Yerus Ha'inesh. So therefore Hashem wanted to create the world of Midas Adin, so there should be Yerus Ha'inesh. That's the Sachakal of the whole uh, object. That, is, that, is that a good enough reason? But practically, without... Without Midas Hadin, there would be no obedience. And obedience is a good thing. If Hashem wants a world where people are shame material mitzvahs, then there comes a time, especially people who uh, have frailties, they need to use all the tools in the world to make it. And it has to be strict. If Hashem wasn't strict with us, then there'd be, there'd be chaos, be anarchy. So without, without Midas Hadin, there'd be, there'd be no Yerushalayim, there'd be no, nothing would function. But that alone... Is 
not the only reason why Hashem would want to create them in Sadin. We're going to move on up, up a gear now. Besides for this, through through there is greater obedience and people don't transgress so much. Furthermore, Furthermore, the, the Avoider itself, the Avoider serving Hashem, Mitzad, Midas Hadin, Vahagvura, is superior and reaches a higher Madrega than an Avoider Hashem. Which is a result of the middas achesed varachim. Let's see what he means. Like it says in the Zoya on the pasuk. This is the pasuk in Kairach. After the Levim have been appointed, all of the responsibilities in the Eil made. Said va'avad halevihu, and the service of the Levi is the Eil made in the Eil made. Um, but in the Zayar it says, Va'ovad Halevi Hu. The Avoida of the Levi is on the Dargar of Hu. So we can explain. To Hu Uda Atika. What is Hu? Who is the level of Atika? Atik. And he explains. The Zayar says this. Uh, were it not for dinim in the world look at the words so you know it you don't have to ask me next time were it not for there being dinim found in the world people would not know from the superior and people would not engage and be misasik in Torah Continues, the most perfect Aveda, Pulchan, Aveda, that is found in the world, before Hashem, Man who did this Aveda, this service, it was the Levim, this is the Loshan of the Zaya, with you know, the footnotes, it shows a few variations, but uh, broadly speaking, that's the Loshan of the Zaya. The Tafka al Yideh Alevim, Shehemig Hav Hasmoel, the Tafka the Avid of the Levim. I want to be Mamshech. Koi Koinim Akav Ayamin, Chesed. Levim is Kav Smoel, Bechinus Gvura Midas Adin. Ayideh is a Tafka Yavoyul Avid Amitis. Avoyda Mitzad Dinim. We haven't explained what that is yet. We're going to. It's just, just putting it into the structure first. Ayideh is a Tafka Yavoyul Avid Amitis. This brings you to what we call Aveda Amitis, true Aveda. That's one thing. So the Aveda itself is Pulchanashli Musam. So the Zaya says it's the it's the most complete Aveda. That's one aspect of it. Add, furthermore, And through this Aveda, not only is it itself Aveda Amitis, Pulchanashli Musa, complete Aveda, is able to be Mamshikh. Agilui of Atik. If the world would have been created with Chesed and Rachim without Din, people would not be able to reach in their Aveda to such a Madrig like they can with Midas Adin. That's one thing. They themselves would not come to the Milo Madrig of Midas Adin that they come to with Midas Adin, their own Aveda Mitis. And they also would not be mamshich such a gilu So why did Hashem want to create the world of Midas Hadin and not Midas Arachamim? That Midas Hadin facilitates by a world being in a man. We haven't explained what it means to create with Midas Hadin yet. Functionally, what does it mean in the world as Midas Hadin? The Abraham created the world with Midas Hadin with hot water. Hasn't explained that yet, but we're saying the impact. We're, 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 we're structuring the argument as, it's, as we're going along. The impact would be 
that by creating the world of Mitzvah Din, you can see why it would be desirable, it would facilitate there being an Aveda Amitis. If the world is created Mitzvah Din, which means clear rules, clear, intense rules, and there's a reward for keeping the rules, right? There's a strict control of everything. The Abishta controls everything with Midas Hadin. Every aspect of existence is controlled. And there's a sort of a, a dominance and a, a, a manipulation, so to speak, of everything. But what's the difference in this world than that? Hmm? What's the difference in this world than that? Um, that you know, you, you people get punished for their sins, they get rewarded for they do good. There's a strict set of laws that come down commandments you have to keep. You don't keep those again. We have, we have to sugar. Ah, that, and that can also be in a structure of order. No, that's not Midasadin. Midasadin doesn't have Midasadin, no, no, no. Midasadin is absolute. Well, we said that is absolute. We said it's not severity, we said it's fairness. Yeah, it's totally fair. And it's totally fair that somebody did something wrong and wants to return to God should be able to Not Midasadin. Why not? Because it's one Midasadin is one dimensional. Midasadin is 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 as we're explaining here, is the way Alikus is in control of everything and demands to be in control of everything and you have to abide by that control. Now, if you do, it's extraordinary. If you can, if you can, if you can, if you have the Midasag Vura, you yourself have the Midasag, like the Levium, being the dogma of that, and you can abide by those rules, then boom, that's remarkable. It's tacky intense, but it's intense. Because there's, 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 you know, like, is it being a Bainani? Right? Mm-hmm. Being a Bainani. Most people think about being a Bainani, think about having a nervous breakdown, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it means. The fragile cups break. Right? Yeah. That's even with the world with Truva. <laughs> Imagine it was just Midasadin. It's like being a Bainani in Bruma. <laughs> you know, that's Midasadin. So when it works, it, there's a certain purity to this. Aveda is perfect. Follow, everything follows the rules. Everything is, is intensely committed to Alikus. And not just that, it's able to be Mamshikha. That is Midasadin. And as we're going to explain by the end of the Maimah, So why did Hashem want it? It would be very nice if you could have, if everyone would be able to fit in, all the cases would just be able to cope with it. But the cases can't cope. The Makabin can't cope. The Shamsuzok can't cope. So So according to that Pshat that we're going to, we're going to propose over here, the shit of him is sort of tempers the intensity of Midasadin. Midasadin is too intense and it has to be tempered with the Midasarachim. Okay? So let's just finish with the next paragraph, which is the summary of what we've said. The Nimsa. Remember? Mm-hmm. So based on what we've said, there are three advantages that Midas Adin has over Midas Achesa Barachamim. Ha'alaf, Sha'idei Midas Achesa Barachamim ha'yuchatoin skin. If the world would have been created with Midas Achesa Barachamim, there would be an abundance of sinners. Shlo'yoi mishtatim be'isek ha'teire kei ma'mitzvus b'sumei rasitei. People would not be diligent in learning teira, fulfilling mitzvus, and avoiding transgression and doing good. That's what it says in the Zaya, were it not for Din, no one would be from Eden. And through there being this fear of punishment, people are careful, that, so that was the first thing we explained, that people are careful to take a mitzvah and some
Yirsa'inish. That's the basic level. But we, we, we've got more than that. Habeis, Shekam Ba'avidah. The Avida itself, Yishisrin Maila Ba'avidah Shaydi Midzadin, Allah Avida Shaydi Midzachetz Rachmin. In Avida terms, there is a superior quality to the Avida that is Midzadin, then Avida is Midzachetz Rachmin. Because Gosabazaya says the most perfect Avida is the Avida of the Levim who are from Smile, from the left, from Gvura, from Din. Hagimel. Why is it so perfect? Because it's uh, there's no uh, there's no diversions. It just does what it's supposed to do. It's commitment, it's true commitment, absolute commitment. Hagimel. You know, if you if you look at somebody else who's a bainini, it's impressive, right? <laughs> you might think about it. You being a bainini is a bit, is is is, le- is 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 less exciting. If you were to look at somebody else who's a bainini, you'd be in awe. It's a pochan Muslim. Absolute control. No. And Agimel, and third, which is Eila Kulana, Shaydeze Mamshichin Gilui Oir Elin Yosa, Bechinas Atika, is able to be Mamshich and Oir faster more than the Midasarachim could. Bechinas Atika. So Shakosu Dlei Havi Yadim Hemnusa Ila. That's what the Zaya says. They would be unaware of the Hemnusa Ila. The Hemnusa Ila is is, is Atik. It's all achieved through this kaf smel, through gvura, through din. Okay, so that is um, the first part, and as Hashem, we'll continue.